What's up, Patriot Nation? The Pats' big win over the Big Benless Steelers over the weekend, 27-16. Big win. We'll talk all about that. We'll look forward to going to Buffalo this week with the Pats trying to avenge their only loss of the season versus the Bills. All that and more this week on Patriots Wrap 360. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. Oh, yeah. Baby. Oh, baby. Did it. <laughs> the boys from Orchard Park. You know, that's why I figured it was appropriate. It's a good segue. You know? Oh, man. I mean, the Pats journey up to Orchard Park, New York this weekend. That they do. These boys hail from Orchard Park Projects, a much tougher place to play, you know? Turns out it is. Turns you know? out it is. But, uh, you know, we'll get it done. We'll get it done up there, Pats. But, uh, you know, Bill's looking for the series, the series sweep. Yes. It's been a long time since that's happened in the past. It sure has. We're going to get into that, that very subject. Um, but first of all, why don't you tell everybody listening and all the people watching who you are, old Denny boy, and how they can get in touch with you. Sure thing, Mike. My name is Dennis Harris, and uh, yeah, you can find me on Twitter at dehas, D-E-E-H-A-A-S. Yes. And I'm Mike Conley, still struggling to get on the social media, but, uh, you know, it's a moral dilemma. We'll talk more about that at a later date. But this is another edition of Patriots Rap 360, our weekly relevant discussion on all things Patriots. If you want to join said discussion, hit up Dennis on his Twitter there at the D House. Or you can hit us up on the YouTube chat room, www.youtube.com slash afterbuzz. And then just uh, look for the Patriots Rap 360 thing and click in there and, uh, you know, shout us out something. Say, hey, this is what I noticed in the Pittsburgh game. This is what I think the Pats are going to have to do to come up for a win for the Bills. You know, that kind of stuff. That kind of stuff. No question. It's a good tune. Just letting it ride. So good. Just letting Let it ride. Do we up. get to the first rap? I mean, usually, I, usually I just break into that. Like just You do, actually. I've seen that happen. You have, yes. It's a knee jerk type of thing. That's true. It's true. Uh, you know, big win for the Pats. I mean, slightly uh, dampened in the fact that Big Ben was hurt and didn't go. But right. anytime you win in Heinz Field, it's a tough place to play. Absolutely. W's a W. W's I mean, a w. as we expected, Pittsburgh played this tough. It's on their turf. I mean, it was a little bit more nerve-wracking than I might have anticipated. Yeah, it's, it was kind of very similar to last week's game and the fact uh, the Cincy game. Right. In the, like it was very much a seesaw battle until like maybe halfway through the third yeah, it quarter. Yeah, took longer than you would have liked before they put it away. The, Definitely. The one good, the one thing, and what I love about this team, and it's like I, I just don't understand. I mean, I don't want to put anything past the greatest coach to ever do it. So maybe he's got a way to do this. Right. To like have them win, but not win that well. You know, and it's like it's it's almost like he's got his finger on the pulse, right. and he's squeezing it. He's squeezing their best performance, you know, and then he's gonna let it out little by little. It's like the air out of the balloon. Exactly. <laughs> hey, oh. we uh, don't we don't talk about deflation on this program. That's true. That's a good point. You know? We've done enough of that. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's possible. I mean I think there's probably an, a bit of an Is element of. Uh, yeah, I think it's possible at least that he's not showing the full hand, so to speak, or that. Yeah. Oh yeah. 
you know, like we're going to come with a little bit more of a vanilla game plan against, you know, when you're not having to go against Big Ben, you can kind of dial it back a little bit. Mm-hmm. It's possible. Well, it's possible. Uh, what was good to see, it's like uh, the the Pats almost got a little bit of their own medicine on them uh, with Pittsburgh kind of keeping two safeties deep mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, making the Pats stay patient. Right. You know, that's why you saw a little bit of Edelman. Right. You know, early in the game. And yeah, then, finally, it's li- I like to see Edelman getting those touches. Um, but as we've kind of talked about in weeks past, there's only so many touches to go around over the course of the game. So it does feel like we're going back, especially last week. But it was definitely the Gronk and Jules show. You know, kind of, I mean, I guess White got some touches. Oh, it was, oh, it was a lot of blunt it, force trauma levied well, out certainly, there. Certainly, yeah, a lot of ground and pound attack out oh, there as yeah. well. Because, you know, they were kind of forcing, all right, when Tom's right. not going to beat us deep. It's like if they want to run it right. and throw it underneath to Julian, then we'll do it. And, you know, the Pats being the patient team they are, we're like, yeah, no problem. We'll take friggin' seven yards of rip with the right. guy blown. He looked good so, out there. So good. Yeah, it was, it was certainly one of his better performances. And I wonder, if, is any of that McDaniels being like, all right, these guys released you a couple of years ago. I'm know, sure. Let's make him taste it. I'm sure a guy like LeGarrette seems like the type that that's certainly on his mind. Oh, you I'm know? sure he was all about it. Absolutely. But, you know, but yeah, it's all, I think you know they take what, what they're given, and it's time to pound it out on the ground, man. <laughs> he pounded out to the tune of 127 yards on 24 carries and two TDs. No big deal. He's a stud. Yeah, he looked good out there. You know, definitely it's looks like good out there. There's still a lot of guys calling him. A, you know, he's a system back, and maybe he wouldn't even start on most other teams in the league. I, no problem. Doesn't matter. Yeah. Doesn't, he's in the right system. Doesn't matter. I hope people always think that. So now, when he has like a you know 1,200 yard season and he goes away in free agency, hopefully, he you know duds it up again like he did in Pittsburgh Come a couple years back. ago, and they're like, oh, no, you're too much for us, and we're like, reeling him back in. Pluck. Thank you very much. We'll take the LGB back in there. And, uh, you know, I mean, there must have been guys tackling him, you know, that were like, oh, why did we let this guy go? Right. You know? No his, question. Yeah, I mean, the dude's a load. His knee in my skull makes the it hurt. The dude is a load. Oh, oh, oh. Uh, big move for the uh, Pats as well. Not big move, but big showing for them. The knock on them a little bit in the early season, or the first half of the season, I guess, here we're coming up on the midpoint. Is um, was their red zone D, you know, uh, coming mm. into the game they were 28th in the NFL, allowing 71 percent of red zone possessions to end in a touchdown. Absolutely, that's not a very good percentage. It is not. Yeah, they made some key plays though. A couple things also kind of went their way, but mm. you know, you get a turnover in the end zone. Malcolm, a couple breakups in the end zone. Also, Chung had one in the end zone too. So. Holding him to three or even a missed field goal on the backside of a turnover, that kind of stuff is what wins games, you know? Yeah, you got to like that. And, I mean, it's a little bit lessened because, I mean, the Steelers came in fourth in the NFL converting 79% of their red zone possessions into touchdowns. But, obviously, you take Big Ben out of that equation. Right. You know, so it's, 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 it's good to see, but, you know, maybe we don't get too excited, you know? But it was it was nice that they only allowed one TD and uh, four red zone trips for Pittsburgh. So Absolutely, that was good to see that Malcolm pick early on. You know, picking Huge. up a teammate after Huge. Chris Hogan fumbled. Yes, necessary. You always love to see that picking up a teammate. That's what How'd you builds feel? a good team. How'd you feel about Malcolm's performance? I think this guy has been a bulldog all year. I think so too. I mean, at worst, it was pretty dang competitive. Yeah. 
And, I mean, he's going against one of the best, if not the best wide receiver in the game right now. It's true. And the dude, I'd say he more than held his own. I mean, you're going to get – those guys are out there making plays as well. You're going to get burnt every now and then. So, you know, not few and far between are the guys that even at the peak of their careers could shut a guy of his caliber down completely, you know. Yeah, kept him out of the end zone. He got over 100 yards receiving, but, you know, 7 right. out of 11. He made his he made his plays and he was gimped up a little bit I guess to you know in his defense and yeah. against maybe the play of Malcolm a little bit but there seemed to be a a, a mutual admiration going on there out was there too, I mean that too. would be the gentle way to put it, it yeah. seemed like a man love fest really starting early on I mean it was like during the game too not just at the the pad rubbing sitch that was happening after the game yeah. but yeah there was a little like mid game yeah it's fine with me. It was a love sesh. Danny Amendola's got to retire sometime. <laughs> wow, wow. That's true. <laughs> I'll take AB. Seems like he's on that path. I mean, I'll take AB in blue, in blue and red and silver. Why not? It's, you know? I don't know. It's the best time to segue, but uh, Kev brought it up, I want to say last week, about Jules being back there. Since when do we have segues on the show? Segues. <laughs> what are those? But, uh, you know, Kev brought it up last week about Jules being back on the punt, and he's not as big a fan of it. I feel less like that typically because, you know, you got to put the best guys back there, and there's always an injury risk, and you know, on any given play. Did Juice cough one game. up this week? Uh, yeah, yeah. And so then we saw Amendola back there. After yeah, that. yeah, yeah. So and that was just it does. Here's what I was thinking though, kind of to Kev's point from last week. Kev, if you're tuning in, buddy. Hey, buddy. Maybe you were right. Kevin Cash fan, what's happened? But you know, especially in a game, it felt like from the outset uh, that they were going to Jules and going to him early and often. Um, and that being said, you wonder if – I don't know if that's a game plan thing. That's just the way that, you know, they were really trying to lock down the tight end. So maybe it was just, you know, Brady taking what he's seen. But you wonder in a game like that did, when did, Jules is Didn't getting, I just establish that a minute and a half ago? Maybe you did. <laughs> was, uh, was, uh, <laughs> Shaka? Shaka, brah. But, you know, in a game like that, if that is your game plan, in fact, you wonder, like, maybe it is time to shake it up and – if Jules is getting heavy traffic the whole game, maybe he shouldn't be back there catching punts, you know? Yeah, no, I hear you. I mean, it seems like, um, you know, that's the reason they brought in old Cyrus. Right. You know, but yeah. he's been a little bit of a knucklehead so far and a little bit of doghouse probably. Yeah, that certainly so seems to be the case. It's good that we have two veterans, you know, that right. are all that put team first that are willing to go back there and do that. You right. Know, and Edelman and Amendola, and, you know, um, I don't know. Do you watch Ballers at all? I haven't caught it. I haven't caught it. It, It's pretty much an average show. I heard. That's what I've heard. It's about football. It is. And it's on HBO. It is. So it's like you've got to watch it, you know? Fair enough. Are you going to hit me with a spoiler? Well, those two guys make an appearance. Oh, really? And they're like called like the... uh, I think the Centurions or something. Okay. It's like before you can talk to the man, you have to talk to Centurions. I like so that. Like, yeah, I like that's that. pretty damn good. It's pretty damn good. Um, yeah, because like, uh, you know, Denzel's kid is on that show. Okay, yeah, yeah, that's right. And uh, he, so he's like in free agency, and they're talking about that potentially going to New England. You know, so yeah, yeah, this yeah, thing. yeah. It's like, oh, you got to work out. So they come down, like work him out on the beach and yeah, stuff. Yeah. And like, like totally Naturally. He's like, looks to his agent, he's like, serious? Is this serious? <laughs> like, uh, and he's like, well, what's Belichick offering? Uh, one point five. <laughs> his other offers on the table are like nine million. That's a year, hilarious. You know? So good. So appropriate. Absolutely. Uh, True life. You know, it was great to see on the defensive side of the ball, uh, seeing old Jamie Collins back out there. It was, of course. You know, I mean, 
Making plays. Making plays and just like, you know. He's an athlete, man. I mean, it can't be said enough. That dude, he's just a big man and he moves very well. There are a few guys of that ilk. There's nobody of that ilk. I mean, like he's 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 his versatility is pretty it's tremendous. Yeah, I mean the dude is just all over the field. You know, and like Hightala, I mean, he also has you know, more versatility than I thought he had. For sure, yeah. It's like even when I see him back in coverage now, I didn't think he had that in his game in college. Yeah, Maybe that's something he acquired. Yeah, he's improved. Pats, he's definitely improved. He's Collins at times looks like a kid in a high school game. The way he can move around, just his size and the <laughs> things he can do. You know a what I mean? You guy see, playing in high school? Yeah, just no, yeah, but essentially well, that. Just like, like Andy Reid, just a stud. He's just such a stud. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> Speaking of Andy Reid. Had some pretty poor play calling down the stretch, but we'll get to that. <laughs> oh. Pretty bad clock management by old Mike Tomlin at the well, end of that game. I, I love to see him goaded up. Absolutely. Know? Goat in the bad sense of it. Absolutely. Goat um, in it versus the goat. That's it. Um, Gronk, beast again. You Big know, kind of like, you know, very similar, you know, to last week too, as, as like, uh, you know, mostly a blocking. Okay, this is what the defense gives us. We're right. just going to have Gronkowski and Bennett, uh, two guys that can like catch stiff on you in your teeth and take it to the end right. to the end zone. They also are uh, two crushing blockers from yeah. the tight end position. To see them like opening up holes, you know, on, whether it be on screen passes for James White or for Legarrette, they were dumb the at times, especially <sighs> when they can mash together, which happens on occasion. It is. There were some, yeah, there were some definitely some standout blocks happening. Old Tooney had a pretty decent game out there too. You saw a lot of guys getting down the field and I love making this kid, plays, Tooney, yeah. dude. And it's like the the word on the street is that uh, a couple pats on the mend and Trey Jackson and Dion Lewis, those guys are eligible to practice now. Right. So potentially they could be practicing towards the end of the week, maybe early next week. Right. Uh, I mean, I, I mean. It, I, I don't know if Trey Jackson gets back in there. Right. Maybe he gets in it's there for Shaq tough. Mason, but Tooney has been very impressive. Yeah, the kid's good. You know? I the like kid's him. pretty good. Pretty good. Yeah, um, Jewel, uh, there was also a pretty – Jules had, you know, a shaky – a couple shaky plays. He had the – Yeah, he only – he had one pass that he didn't catch, like nine out of ten targets he caught, and it was a drop. It was a drop indeed, and it was on third down, and it was at the 50-yard line. And yeah, that wasn't a good there drop. There was a couple of those uh, – Third down conversions gone awry. The Bolden one and then the the Jules. That's true. Those are drive killers, you know? You can't have it. But that also goes back to the fact that let's get the W and let's have a lot of things to work on in that film session. Absolutely. Because it's all about that gradual incline and getting better every week as they talk about it at the podium. You know, Tom talks about it. Tom Tom. talks about it. Everybody talks about it because all the Pats talk about the same stuff. Right. So great. So that gradual increase of getting better the next week, better getting the next week, and then when December comes, you're ascending to the team you want to become. And take that into January. Absolutely. And play your best football. You're ready for game time. Uh yeah, man. I mean it's you got you got that old number twelve at the helm and he is kinda it, actually just rounding into form. So some of it's not just lip service with him, you know? Yeah. And it, like he uh he we talked about that a little bit, um, in his press conference post game about how, or maybe it was today's press conference, about him. He's like, yeah, I'm just kind of getting into form, and here we are, we're coming up on the midweek. Crazy. I just love that. You know, it's just the kid, the kid, the guy, he's 39 now. So, 
Nice. You know, he's he's got perspective. Maintain that man's that's what health. It means. Maintain that man's health. Keep him upright, which that's a, that is an area of concern. He was, especially coming out of the second half, he was feeling the heat. He was. But. He also, when he runs, it's like, at first I thought anytime. First I was afraid. Wow. I was petrified. <laughs> I, was, I am petrified every yes. time he tucks it and runs it. Yes. But, like, everything, like, slows down, right? And then if, at first I thought, oh, that's just in my head. Everything's slowing down because I don't want Brady to get hurt. He's right. running, but then I see it's just him slowing down, and everybody else is running the normal speed. speed. Yeah, that guy's like probably a five seven four. It's pretty. It's pretty brutal. It's, <laughs> yeah, that's been a steady decline throughout his career. Oh, I mean, now wow. it's just wow. Dude looks like David Ortiz out there. Craziness. You know, stumbling around the blocks. Yeah, it's always a little nerve wracking. He just seems a little clumsy too, even going into his slide. It's just. All bets are off when that dude takes off. Oh. You know, it gets you fired up. I, it mostly it gets him fired up, which yes. I think gets the team fired up. I mean, in his mind, it's you know probably a lot more dramatic than it looks. I'm fired up once he starts that slide. Absolutely, I'm fired up and once makes he it down without hit, being you know absolutely 13 yards on five totes this week. No big deal. Yeah, <laughs> I was on a record-setting pace out there. For real, for real. But you know, and it's like. A lesser quarterback might force it down there. He's like, he's not worried about his fantasy stats. He's like, all right, I'll take 222 with two TDs. No big deal. Mm -hmm. And just have Garrett just, like, jam it down these guys' throats. Right. It's just like, you know, so many of these young quarterbacks, these rookie quarterbacks, can learn a lot from 0-1-2, TB-12. 0-1-2 has got wisdom for days, girl. Okay. What's what's the uh, nervousness factor right now with, Steven Guskowski has some another For me, extra it's point. pretty high. Uh, it's pretty high. It's up there with John Lester <laughs> last night. <laughs> Not going to first. I mean, yeah, it's like it's getting pretty nerve-wracking. All-around bad game, kicking game for the Pats. Yeah. Two bad punts. Another uh, miss a for Guskowski. It's, it's, here's something funny. So after he, after he shanks the extra point, I'm thinking, number one, I wonder if Belichick is now regretting being so adamant about making the extra point a competitive play <laughs> and moving it back now that his boy's missing it. You got a guy who's, you know, 100%, and now all of a sudden he's missing these. But then the second thing was on the ensuing kickoff, I don't know if you noticed it, but he was in line for the tackle, and he just completely whiffed on it. So I was like, oh, he's going he's gonna to make up for it? Oh, <laughs> whiffs. Just kind of folds the That's last awesome. second. and. That's awesome. Yeah, failure uh, to thrive. I got a question for you. Go ahead, sir. Uh, maybe you could have some clarity, or maybe some clarity can come from via the internet to the legions of fans that are listening to us live right now. Um, yes. Is the the touchback rule, is that only 25 to the out of 25 on kickoffs and not on punts? Because Something weird happened in that game, didn't it? There were yeah, some touchbacks uh, that came back to the, to 20. the 20. Yeah, let's do, get our research department on that oh, while we're uh, talking amongst ourselves. They, I mean, yes, the research department's going to come in. And um, by talking amongst ourselves, that it would be me talking to myself <laughs> while Dennis researches. Yes, yes. Um, yeah, I mean, whew, I, I'm, I'm, I'm liking this defense. You know, it's kind of molding into that. And, you know, they even said it in some of their presses, some of the defensive guys. They said those famous words, bend but don't break, that right. we used to hear in the early odds 
when the Teddy Bruschi led absolutely uh, D was having all those that, that success and you know putting rings on their fingers three out of four years absolutely um, so you know I'm encouraged in that regard and um, what do you got <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but you know, I do think this this defense is going to round into shape, and that whole red zone thing is just going to be a forgotten. You know, come week twelve, it's going to be a, a forgotten problem that they had in uh, days gone by. Yeah, I hope so. I mean, that has been the case really throughout the years that they've been at least thought of as a bend but don't break. I look at the more the years that they were dominant as a team. I don't know what the defense. Even in its heyday, if you really watch those games, there were a few performances each year where they looked like a standout, world-beater defense. But a lot of times what they were was the type of D that'll just break your heart. And they would just make a key play. The Ty Laws, the Willie McGinnis, the Teddy Brucey's, just like timely turnovers. Mm-hmm. Almost a knack for when you, guys like you and I are sitting there, you know, the armchair QBs are sitting there. We just need a turnover. Boom, turnover. Game over. Win. Right. That was like m- always more the case. Ago. Yeah, just like that. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I remember it well. We were cursing um, so badly. But, yeah, I feel like they had they seem to have a bit of that. And, you know, shutting it down in Pittsburgh this week is definitely the first step in the right direction. No question. Yeah, definitely coming up big on third down. The uh, Steelers only converted five out of their 16 third down scenarios. So that was good to, good to be had. That's good. Yeah. Yeah, see? Yeah, I can't get a definitive answer on this uh, on the fly here. No worries. Uh, I noticed that as well, though, and I was a little confused. Evidently not confused enough to research it at the time. Um, I thought for sure it was just simply the, to the 25 until it seemed like yeah. something strange happened. Very strange. Very Something's strange. happening here. But, yeah, I was also, uh, to go back to your question about Goskowski, uh, the fear factor is high, mainly because it's obviously – a mental thing right now so he's gonna have to get over it and that's one of those things you know those of us that are baseball fans as well uh or have gone through that kind of stuff too it's like that's one of those things you got you're out there on your own on that like there's really nobody i'm sure they have you know mental evaluators that you could talk to and stuff but you just got to fight through that and yeah. <laughs> hopefully he can come out he, it's it's crazy because he seems up to this point in his career like ice water in his veins right. he's like going from vinatieri it's like who could possibly be on that and then i was like oh this guy's pretty damn good and it's really like i'm not gonna say that guys aren't really in their heads but like a kicker more than any of the oh, other yeah. players in the field can get there i mean their job is just so slow and the guy the coaches take timeouts to absolutely think of it further whereas you know every other position is just kind of like you know read and react right you know, yeah absolutely you get torched so but yeah, in most positions you get in your own head, you're in your own head, you're in your own head, and then bam, you get slammed, yeah. and it's okay. Now I just literally got jarred out of it. Whereas you're a kicker, you got all the time in the world to go sit over there and think about what you just did, you know? Right. Just let it eat away at you. So I mean, what do you think? I'll just throw this out there, you know, with the the trade deadline looming coming up here, November first. You know that we don't see many trades in the NFL. It's not like the NBA or baseball, you know, coming up on the trade deadline, and very seldom do we see in-season trades. But uh, the Pats have made a few, like uh, you know, the past few deadlines, and they made a few this week. Do they? Would they be able to pull off of Stephen Gukowski straight up to Adam Vinatieri? <laughs> would you make that trade? That's the first question. I mean, 
Vinatieri's having a great year. He's not missing. He's and having he's a great year. Like long ones too. He is. He is. He's kind of the man. I mean, he is on. the man. He's the man. He, I mean, it's like Indy. Indy isn't making a run this year. Right. How many more years can that guy kick? Unfortunately, it's like we can give you a young kicker. Unfortunately, I don't think Goskowski. There's there's nothing that we can do about it. unless it just really goes south. Then it's straight to the scrap heap. We just got to ride it out right now. We're gonna have to. I think I have faith. I mean, the guy's proven it over the years this but is this is kind of like another thing that co- kind of goes into that whole realm of like winning baseball games are we should we um what does it sound like there's a plane going yeah was like, what was <laughs> um, maybe that was signaling that uh we're getting a cool message oh, from I love fantasy that. sports guru I love that. fantasy stats guru fantasy stats guru is like one of our you know biggest listeners he's the always dude. listening what's he saying he's saying you got your uh you got your trifocus on there and <laughs> <laughs> Keeping Tom upright should be the main priority, as we all saw how bad it was when he wasn't last postseason. It's true. It's true. And, you know, a lot of that has to do with, um, you know, and why it's going to be better than the last postseason. We've got Dante back in the fold, and these guys are run blocking better. They're pass blocking right. better. But, you know, a lot of it, too, is, like, just getting that ball out. You know, getting that, uh, you know, especially these teams that have a huge pass rush and they're kind of, you know, vaunted with their pass rush. Take that three-step drop, you know, dump that stuff to Edelman and, like, White and get those guys tired. Absolutely. That burst on their ball, uh, when they haven't got to you the first, like, six times, that's going to be the next seven, eight, nine. That burst is going to be a little bit lower. It's true, man. This week week should be pretty telling, I think, too, because old Rex certainly knows the game plan to get it done. He's got a good D-line. He's got a good secondary. That's the combination that usually does. I mean, if you can send three guys, get some pressure, and you have a good secondary. Or even four guys. You can get to Brady early. He gets those noises in his head, those voices. Gets a little scared. Come on now. I can't believe that. No? You must not watch the games in down Miami end of the years over the years. Um, That's just throwing off the other playoff uh, potential opponents. Exactly. That's no question. What do you think the Pats have to do here? I mean, the old Bills uh, handed the Pats their only loss in week four, 16 nothing. Uh, shutout in Foxborough. Now the Pats go up to Orchard Park and try and avenge that. What's going to have to happen? LaShawn McCoy, a little dinged up about a hamstring. There's one positive. Yeah, and I think, you know, for the Pats, they get a couple guys going, uh, one of whom wasn't there, old number 12, Tom Brady. Oh, that's true. He'll be out there. He will be out there. A little different than and Jacoby Brissett. Uh, he is. He turns out he is. And then old healthy number 87 makes making a difference and seemingly get better each week. So Back he, where he usually grew up. plays pretty well up there in Orchard Park. He does. Too, so. he's, you know, he's got all the Gronks, not only all the brothers, but all the cousins. And no the question. And nieces. He's got to be a whole section of Gronks up there. No question. You know? No question. Taking uh, up two seats apiece. No. Speaking of Gronk, did you did you catch any of that uh, lift uh, behind the scenes? I missed. Thing? I haven't Undercover had a chance to lift? check it out yet. Wow. Is it worthwhile? <laughs> Define worthwhile. Uh, yeah. Enjoyable, I mean, amusing. <laughs> I mean, it, it's it's Gronk, so yeah. it's fine. But I mean, sixty-eight touchdowns and counting. It seems like they were like, all right, we're gonna see how many people we can get to jump in this lift. Right. But Gronk only had like two hours. To spare, you know, it wasn't I'm an sure eight-hour shoot, so it was like they didn't get one person in there that like didn't watched football it. at all. Oh, really? It was okay. Pretty, pretty funny from They're that regard. Like, oh, okay. you, thought, you thought they would mix in maybe fifty-fifty. Yeah, you know? yeah. 
I watched. There was an Ortiz one. They must have mixed it up between Dunkin' Donuts commercials, but <laughs> there was an Ortiz one a few months back. It was like, yeah, this is probably a couple the same. light chuckles. This is probably the same. Few uh, light chuckles. Chuckling, yeah, but, you know, it's hot. It's hot club. Um, but yeah, I'm just wondering if the Bills are able to pull this out. You know, this would be you know maybe the biggest thing that's happened to them. I think they could finally. <laughs> These fans can have finally, a second parade. You know, yeah. Um, Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, the, if they get that, they'll sweep the Pats, and the Pats have not been swept by a division opponent in 15 seasons. 15 years, yeah. The it's longest such streak since good. the 70 merger. Pretty good. Pretty, pretty good. And they've also been particularly tough against the Bills, so as we know, for Bills fans, this game's going to have a special place. They're going to be fired up. They're going to be doing all kinds of funny stuff out there before the game like they tend to do up yeah. in Buffalo. <laughs> Crazy, like, you know, throwing uh, elbows on dudes on, like, tables <laughs> and what have you. Um, all that kinds of fun stuff. Old TB12, Korea versus Buffalo, 25-3. and three. Pretty decent. Yeah. Pretty decent There's clip most, he's going up. The most wins versus any team in the league. And the most wins, the second most wins a quarterback has versus any other team. Brett Favre, 26. One game ahead of him, right? One game ahead of him. Pretty versus good. Versus Detroit. Old Detroit. Old Detroit. Yeah, I feel like uh, Brady's going to be motivated. I feel like Bill Belichick's going to be motivated. And conversely, I feel like the entire Pats team will be pretty motivated. Mm. Go in there and get a W. I mean, it's actually a pretty big win really as far as the... Uh, is it conversely? No, it's yeah, like uh, con- currently. <laughs> I got Congruently? Nothing. Sure, sure, sure. <laughs> sure, sure, sure. In addition, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I feel, I feel like the motivation won't be lacking. It's, it is, it, it truly is. As much as uh, the East these days is kind of a wash, this is about as big of a division game maybe as we'll have all year now. So yes, yeah, I mean, it seems like with the whole, uh, you know, I thought the Jets were going to be the ones nipping out our heels right. after they won ten games last year, but you know, with their whole quarterback situation. <laughs> Which is amazing. Did you see old Todd Bowles uh, basically replying to... Uh, Fitzpatrick? Yeah, yeah, What did yeah, he yeah. say? He I saw like, Fitzpatrick. Yeah, what did Fitz... Do you know what Fitz actually said? Fitz he said, said he was pissed, right? Fitz basically said, well, when the owners don't believe in you <laughs> and the, the coaches don't believe in you, sometimes you just have yourself. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. The the quote I saw, I don't know if Fitz said something about he was pissed, but basically it was Todd Bowles saying, "Well, if him being pissed does anything to help the turnovers, then that's cool with me," <laughs> <laughs> which is pretty amazing, actually. I do like Todd Bowles' no nonsense approach. He's definitely a good coach. No nonsense guy. They're not having more success, but turns I mean, out, yeah, that quarterback position is pretty integral to the, the winning process. And we're just so spoiled, you yeah. know. We're just we can't even fathom. What no. the Jets are going through now. It's rough. It's I so mean, funny. it's a long time since, uh, you know, you Millen. It is a long know, time. Was when, uh, you know, I think we were in um, episodes. Uh, you know, that was episodes like twenty through thirty-six that year, back in ninety-one. Wow. When we were doing the show back Absolutely. then Absolutely. in your basement. No um, question. <laughs> that was my mom's basement. No question. <laughs> Wayne's world. Um. Yeah, that's a long time ago. It's hard to remember. But, yeah, actually, you know, not to go off subject here, but last week I was had the pleasure of watching uh, Oakland-Jacksonville before the Pats game. Yeah. And I was just, you know, you're going into that's that game, you're thinking you live in LA. two of the young stud QBs of the current day. And it's like, man, 
Exactly. Let's hope Brady can play a lot longer. You got some, I mean, these guys, two of the potential studs of the future, but it's kind of a grim yeah. outlook. At least it wasn't. Maybe it wasn't either of their days. But Old Tom's it's not fun playing, to watch. Tom's playing a 42. Easy. Easy. It's, it's not no fun problem. to watch guys missing throws, you know, missing open guys in the flat, that kind of thing. Like, it's not It's not a good thing. No. It ain't too pretty, it's man. It's a matter of time before that uh, guy's gone in Jacksonville. No question. Um so I, we we broached this subject for a second. Uh, the the trade deadline coming up, usually not deals, but the Pats wheeling and dealing. They pick up uh, Kyle Van Noy uh, from Detroit, a linebacker, shoring up that linebacker core that, that's been very dinged up this year. It has been. Uh, you know, Hightower, Collins, like we talked about, and even Landon Roberts now are uh, super sub. Elandon, he's a little dinged up right now, um, and also shipping off AJ Derby. That was the the to Denver, the more noteworthy, pick. yeah, the I head like scratcher the potential. Derby. I mean, yeah, as did we all. Um, it just kind of begs the question: what was his perceived value in the, on the squad? You know. Well, it's like I, it says an undisclosed draft pick, but it sounds like it's going to be a fifth. Like they, uh, I think, yeah, I think they announced it. They did. I think, uh, yeah, I think it came out. What was he? Do you recall? I think he was the sixth, and we got a fifth. Oh, okay. Is that correct? Because I pretty thought sure. he was a fifth. But uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure that's what it was. They they basically got value for him. They got some value for him. You say so? I, you know, I mean, I, I guess it's good. It's uh, it's a bit of a head scratcher, and then obviously the other six, talking point was he was a six round pick. You're right. NBD, bro. Hashtag NBD. Um. Yeah, I mean, so theoretically, on paper at least, you get the future value, assuming he doesn't turn out to be the player that he seemed like he was, which seemed like a, a, a solid six-round pick that was going to play it well above and beyond that, potentially down the line. Yeah. Um, Maybe they like this, you know, Scruggs guy they brought in a few weeks it's ago. Possible. He's a tight end, right? It's possible. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it's it's a bit of a head-scratcher, though, just because Gronk obviously has his history of getting dinged up. Bennett has been dinged up a bit. Um, and also kind of, yeah, that's certainly not getting the targets and stuff. It's been interesting, though, the balance between those guys out there as far as the snap count, the touches. Yeah, it seems like they've kind of had most of their success offensively in, like, 11 formation, which I think is one tight end, one running back. Right. So it's like those guys have kind of been alternating when they've been successful. You know, like everybody else, every Pats fans, we want to see him out there together. Of course. Two see animals. Want to see him mash. Yeah, exactly. Uh, or, you know, mash either blocking or just like, you know, mashing 20 yards down the field when defensive backs trying to actually tackle them. <laughs> Ridiculous, yeah. Uh, I mean, Gronk is just a joy to watch, is he not? So good. The dude is ridiculous. So good. Um, nice injury report for the Pats this week. There were uh, no players listed of, of not participating. Uh, obviously, the two guys we talked about on the pup, they obviously are not back yet. But right. You got limited participation out of some of the guys. Bolden, Bennett, Collins out there again. Woodrow Hamilton back in the mix and Landon Roberts. Even Vincent Ballantyne back in there with his back. So Right. We'll see. We're going to see how it getting, shapes up. Getting healthy. You know, get in healthy. Yeah, I thought that it. the uh, I thought that the moves that we made were a little bit interesting, I guess, so to speak, though. As far as the, the you know, trades? The, yeah, exactly. Just 
truly interesting trying to figure out. I mean, it's always kind of a bit of a mystery what's going on behind closed doors in New England. Uh, but, you know, the linebacker depth, not necessarily the place I would think we needed the most depth, but it's another situation where we were, you know, buying low on a guy that I'm sure they got a card filled out on this guy. They know what they, you know, saw yeah. things they liked about him heading into the draft. And I mean, I don't know. Linebacker seems pretty thin. I mean, they're, they're, they've started a couple of games with only two linebackers, you know, the last couple of weeks, not the Pittsburgh I, Yeah, game, I guess. I think the Cincy and Cleveland game, they they started five defensive backs, you know. Right. Aside from the guy, they I mean they call half their DNs linebackers, so maybe that's what I'm talking about. Yeah. But <clears throat> more, to me, more concern is the depth, and you know, the O line, or maybe it's more of the the top end of that depth. I guess is more of my concern if you're gonna try to make a trade. But this is more like bottom of the roster shuffling of the deck, you know. Yeah. Exactly. So Joe Thomas is out there though. Yeah, there's rumblings about that. Yeah, I mean, is there any rumblings about him coming to the Pats? There's well, there's the you know the Cleveland connection and yeah, <sighs> he would cost too much. I think. So. Yeah, it seems that way. But if there's a fire sale coming down the line, we got a fourth round pick with your name on it for Joe Thomas. Absolutely, no absolutely. You know, no big there's deal. been you know there's some conspiracy theories out there that think that Derby pick might be part of a bigger picture. Oh yeah, we don't have a number five now. Let's whoop, whoop. interesting. Now we do. Is that true? I don't know. That's, it. That's just the rumblings of the, you know, the old rumor mill. There is a lot of rumblings, you know, yeah. during the week. You know, we only get one Pats game a weekend. Right. It's such a it's violent true. sport. Gives us plenty to uh, chew on, though, you know? Yeah. But, yeah, we'll see. I mean, Belichick has had plenty of success with, you know, picking linebackers off the scrap heap comes to mind. So, get some guys midseason, the, the Ayers and Casillas, Castillo, Casillas? Casillas. That yeah. goes right the first time. Yeah. So those are the first guys that come to mind. Obviously, there's been a few that were less stellar than that, but in Belichick, we trust, as always. Of course. Wheeling yeah. and dealing. Especially on the defensive side of the ball. You know? Absolutely. Uh, it seems like, you know, Bill, Bill, old Bill is pretty high on, the, you know, taking advantage of the inefficiencies, and I think the trading in general in the NFL is, seems it's mostly an untapped kind of thing nowadays. So. Yeah. Um, I feel like maybe he's got, you know, he's finding his spots to get a leg up on on the other folks. On how to rip people off. Absolutely. You know, it's the old like, market oh, inefficiencies. Yeah, we have. It's mid-season. You're in a haze. You don't even want to talk about right. trades. Yeah. We'll give you this. Yeah, that. so it's interesting. that I don't know if you saw it, too. There was a lot of talk that, uh, <clears throat> that Denver had been high on Derby since the get-go, and they'd been trying to make a move for him. With the Pats, like they had, these talks have been ongoing throughout the year. So interesting. I don't know if they hit a point where uh, Belichick saw, you know, his potential hit a cert, hit his ceiling, and was like, "All right, let's, let's, we'll make that move." Yeah, sure. Send us a fifth. Uh, it's interesting. We'll see how it plays out. Maybe that's uh, maybe AJ Derby should be, uh, you know, looked at on the fantasy radar because possible Denver doesn't really have anybody taking hold of that tight end position. Maybe this is AJ true. Derby comes in. He's Boom. he's he's the the Gronk of uh, South Colorado, the Gronk of a nation. I don't even know if Denver's in South Colorado. <laughs> it's in <laughs> got the state right of these. I, yeah. I did. I don't know. You know, weed's legal there. Uh, it is. <laughs> it is. I am wearing green, so it's opening day. Uh, How about that Gerald Green haircut, by the way? Pretty sweet. Hey, you know. If, it, if you got it, flaunt it. If it allows him somehow to play defense, <laughs> I will take it. Celtics wrap 360. <laughs> um, 
not quite yet. Not yet, sir. Not yet. But yeah, I mean, I'm I'm pretty pumped for this game. This is about as big of a game against Buffalo as uh, we've had in quite some time. Yes. Sort of reminiscent of the you know the Rex era in New York. So, a little added hype. Maybe Tyrod Taylor will have a butt fumble. We'll see. That would be pretty sweet. <laughs> that would be pretty sweet, That'd buddy. Be fantastic. Yeah, they they have done well. Like I know we kind of knocked Rex early in the season about. Uh, you know, axing that offensive coordinator, like, oh, he's just doing this to preserve his job. Right, you know, right. That's like the one guy that can maybe take it. Right. And uh, it actually turned out to be a good move from them. That hey. guy, Anthony Lindzen, he's got a commitment to the run. They've been running the football down people's throats, including sure the have. Patriots a few weeks ago. And it's like, wow, maybe, maybe Rex actually knows what he's doing. It's possible. I mean, he always it's pulls possible. a game or two out of his, his rear, his large rear. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I think it's I think it has the potential to be a pretty good matchup, but I feel like uh I feel like the Pats are going to be able to take care of business up there. They got a man. Yeah. You know, they got TB12 back in the fold. There's no way they can lose two to the Bills, especially now that you know, they're the the number 2 team. They already have a win over the Pats, so for tiebreaker issues, that's oh, no yeah. good. So it's like if you put SmackDown on the Bills now, they're three games back. Just burying in them. the loss column, and it's like, all right. Here we are. You know, the Pats mm-hmm. can, you know, go into the bye here. Uh, is next week their bye? Or uh, is it I two weeks? I think it is. I think it is. I think it might be week nine. So, you know, go in with a, with a good feeling uh, about yourselves. And yeah, like of course. Also, you know, having a firm stranglehold on the, uh, on the, on the division. Right. If not the conference. I mean, how many teams are, are there out there in the AFC with two losses, you know? Never mind the one loss the Pats have. Yeah, I mean, it's cra- also crazy that this early in the season, there's zero teams now without a loss already. So, pretty pretty interesting. It is. It's very fascinating. Sketchy, sketch. Sketchy, sketch. Sketchy, sketch. Yeah, so... I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what Rex has up his sleeve this week. One other uh, yeah, note to week bring nine up. Nine by, yeah. So yeah by. Next week. Uh, the Seahawks. Niners. Yeah, that should be another interesting game. That should be an interesting game. Though they're coming to Foxborough, so. Right. That'll be good. One other interesting note: the shakeup this week at uh, cornerback. Old Eric Rowe getting the uh, lion's share of snaps at the oh, second corner. Over Logan. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, I mean I Logan played a good deal, but Rowe. Took the lion's share, wow. if you will. That's interesting. Yeah, I wonder if that's now. I wonder if that's just a person, like a matchup thing, or if it, we'll, we'll find out this week. But maybe he's trying to see what we got in row. Right. You know, just because, yeah, I mean, like, I mean, both Malcolm and Ryan are free agents at the end of the year. Right. Malcolm restricted, but Logan unrestricted. We're probably going to lose him. So. Yeah, it's. I mean, I feel like you wouldn't want to. Uh, Find, leave him out there that long just to find out what he's made of. I guess that's what practices are for, maybe. But yeah, yeah. Butler and Eric Rowe both took 73 snaps. Interesting. Ryan with 31, and then Coleman with 17. Wow, 31. He's got to be dinged up. Yeah, it's interesting. Yeah. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. He's not on the injury report today, though. Mm-hmm. Pretty interesting. Yeah, so we'll see. I mean,. It seems like it's been a bit of a mix and match so far this year, so we'll see uh, how it shakes out as we move forward here. 
But yeah, That's I thought true. that was an interesting little wrinkle. Tis it is. Patrick Chung playing pretty good ball again, by the way. He is. He got a little uh, rattled this weekend. He went, uh, the train has had to come out and yeah. take him off for a play, but I think he's back in there after that. So, uh, And he's not on the injury report, so no big deal. Must be okay. Concussion uh, protocol? No, you don't need you're it. Good. You don't need it, Patrick. You're going to be all right, you're, buddy. You're too hard. Rub some dirt on it. Um, <laughs> some dirt. That's it. How so, do you feel about Dion Lewis uh, back on the radar, by the way? James White playing pretty solid ball and he his, is playing solid ball instead so i would say wait for Dion lewis to be back to 100 percent right. to activate him you know because james white is playing so good right and who knows if james white goes down i would rather have a healthy Dion lewis because right. we didn't rush him back you know have him come in force him in there when he's at 83 percent have him get dinged up and then white goes down we don't have anything to go to and all of a sudden tyler gaffney's getting off that practice squad Coming into the real Come on thing. in, buddy. Yeah, I like him. I like him. Yeah, I mean, I like him too. You got to get behind a guy like that. Um, yeah, yeah, I'm with you though, 100. percent I mean, you want you don't want to uh, use him if you don't need to right now. Yeah. Save that puppy for the long haul. Absolutely, I still feel the same about Trey Jackson. Mm-hmm. Um, we're gonna have to get out of here. Is there anything you want to say before we do? Uh, I think that pretty much covers it, old Mike. <laughs> okay, buddy. Go Pats. Any Go predictions? Pets. Any predictions? Yeah. 34-13. Good guess. Nice. I'll go 28-6. to six. Defense, Defense is going to come up big. I guess. All right. Like Don't uh, quote him on that. Don't <laughs> quote me at all. All right, gang. Thanks for tuning in. For Dennis Harris, I'm Mike Conley. This has been another edition of Patriots Rap 360. Thanks for tuning in with this gang. Go Pats. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. <gasps> Buzz you later. From executive producers Maria. Views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.